So regulars to my program may remember a time when I questioned which was going to be the bigger month of lies. Was it going to be April or was it going to be May? But now I would like to take a new position and say that the year 2020 is a year of lies, and I would like to talk to my fellow Christian believers out there about the risk of bearing false witness in the current situation that we find ourselves in. Also, hey, what do you think of this mask? If you'd like to know where it came from and a little story behind it, I will address that in just a little bit. But first, let's get this thing started. Welcome everyone, thank you for joining the podcast. This is Right All Week and I am your host, my name is Dave. If you would like to interact with me in all of the usual social media places, you can do that with the username at Right All Week. And if you'd like to send an email, the address is rightallweek at gmail.com. If you're listening on the audio platforms and you have the ability to give us a positive rating, I would appreciate that very much. And of course, on YouTube, please remember, like, subscribe, ring the bell, and everyone everywhere do please share this material so that more of us can get connected. And of course, it makes you look good when like minds come together. You get to take the credit for that. So do it for you, do it for your friends, do it for the country, and it's good for everyone. Now, talking today, I'm going to address specifically a lot of lies that have been exposed. I think we're pretty much to the point now where we can settle some things, which is why I opened up the program with these nifty new masks, or unmasks, or not masks, or mesh masks, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it comes in, it's so nice. So the first one I was holding up, I was wearing when I started the intro, it says placebo right on the front of it, and then it's got this nice, super breathable mesh material in there. That was fantastic. I also got myself another one just for, because it has the Gadsden logo on it, which is so great. I love it. Got my snake and don't tread on me. And uh, technically, you know, anywhere did you go that just says they want a facial covering uh, required in order to enter? Well, then technically that does meet the criteria. And of course, you can help other people understand what your position is on the matter. Now, I got these from uh, Lila and Lace is the official name. You can find Lila and Lace on Instagram. They also have an Etsy store. And I would encourage you to do that. Fun story about this, Lila and Lace was officially dinged uh, by Etsy. They tried to pull this product off after it was listed and say that it didn't meet their standards. And, uh, and I've become friends with Lacey over there. She shared with me the email that they sent and it goes, the details in there were very specific saying, you have to confirm, you have to communicate, make sure people understand what the mask is good for, what it's not good for. And actually their requirements sound like a lot of the things you will read on the side of the official products that you are supposed to be buying in order to meet the mask mandates today. Saying, oh, actually, this cannot guarantee you any protection. This is not uh, preventative for, and it won't help you with the respect to coronavirus or COVID-19. And it's not good. You can't use this as protection from any virus, really, or for communicational, any of that uh, infectious diseases or the whole list and the whole mess of it, which of course, uh, you know, when Lacey listed these things initially, clarified, hey, actually, and it's, it was called a not a mask mask, and that's how you can find it. So of course, in her original presentation of the product that she's selling, she met the criteria, but they pulled it anyways, and I'll just let you guys imagine to yourselves why that is. But uh, kudos to her for pushing back and making sure that they we were she was allowed to list them, pointing out, yes, it does meet the criteria. So now you, yeah, if you want to go and look it up, you can find them for yourselves. Get yourself your own copy of uh, a mesh mask with uh, lots of decal choices, lots of color choices. You can just go pick and see what you like best and have fun with that. And I would encourage you to do it. I, I like Lacey. We've had a little bit of communications and we're kind of bonding, sort of maybe becoming friends. She can let me know in the comments later how close it is. And uh, But I'm really grateful that I was able to find these products and wear them with pride around town and see who has to say what about it. Now, this actually helps a lot with today's current 
subject matter that I want to discuss with you because we've got lots of studies now. We've got a lot of time we can observe, you know, do the scientific method to say, well, what's how effective are masks really? Are they good for us? Are they bad for us? Is it a good idea or not a bad idea? Now, let me do some disclaimer stuff here first, because I don't want anybody coming after me and saying that I'm heartless or I'm not compassionate or that I've got issues that don't pertain directly to the issue. And that's the reason I've got my own agenda. I don't. Okay. So I've seen a lot of Christians talking about how we should be considerate towards other people and we shouldn't be seeking our own self-interest and now we're being selfish and we're failing to show love. And I, I don't want to uh, say that any of that is wrong. I think people who have that perspective and say, you know what, for the sake of others, I'm willing to quote unquote be inconvenienced here maybe or do something that might be an act of sacrifice you know so I'm totally on board with all of that in fact I never and I even put this on my social media I never tried to do anything to tell anybody else that they shouldn't have a choice if you would like to choose to wear one that is your choice I respect that and if that's what you want to do then I'll go for it but I did not like and I pointed out it's not a biblical and it's not constitutional to say or to do anything that you would do to remove other people's right to make that choice for themselves. And that was my biggest concern. So I don't like this, that we're trying to take away other people's free will, take away their liberty and mandate that they have to participate regardless of what their personal convictions are. And now to, I think I mentioned this in a previous uh, video as well. I know that I did Mask of the Beast, and I still think that it's, uh, it's very true that people are misusing this thing, and it really is more of a tool of control and tyranny than it is anything to do about the virus, and I'm going to prove that or offer evidence of that here in a moment. But uh, that's really the, my position was I didn't want to take it from anybody else, but I didn't want to have it taken from me either. And uh, I think now, though, that we're f moving past just, oh, what kind of a decision are we making? We're not just making the decision based on other people because of the things I'm about to talk about. The fact that it, there is no evidence that it actually does what we're being told that it does. And uh, that takes it to another level. That plus some of the other side effects we've seen. One of the reasons I did Mask of the Beast, the fact that now we're moving past just different ideas about what a right solution is. And now it's being used and touted and taught and, and they're trying to propagate that this thing is somehow going to do more for you than it than is possible. People are putting their faith in a piece of cloth on their face more so than they are in the Lord and Jesus and the Holy Spirit or in any other, you know, appropriate place that you would want to put your faith because there's, you shouldn't be putting it in inanimate objects and you shouldn't be putting it in other men, but that is what people are doing. They're putting their faith in the so-called experts that the experts, whether or not they actually know uh, anything, the expert knowing anything, or the people who are listening to them, whether or not they know anything, they just take their word as gospel and now they're walking around putting these things in their faces, hoping, praying, believing, oh, please, Mr. Fauci, I need this mask to save me kind of nonsense. And that's what we're seeing. I have an example of this because and there's two points that I get out of the story. My friend and I traveling this weekend stopped by a gas station and, you know, a lot of places want the masks and some places are just saying please. Some places are trying to mandate it. There are police everywhere. So you can kind of just sort of see what you can get away with. And that's kind of where we were. And when my friend was in the store shopping, a woman saw him and clutched her mask, tried to squeeze it closer to her face because he didn't have a mask and she was terrified of him. 
So she's putting her faith in that mask for salvation, hoping that this piece of cloth on her faith is going to save her and protect her, and she obviously believes that it could, despite the fact that it hasn't been proven that it can, and I'm going to prove in a moment that it doesn't. But also, the way that we look at other people now, we are looking, oh, there's a fellow human, and not even considering, well, what are his circumstances? Maybe he has antibodies, or maybe he has special circumstances which might preclude him from the requirement of using a mask. For example, down here in Florida, in the counties in which we live, they specifically put in the mandate, anybody with a respiratory condition, uh, asthma, for example, they are excluded. We're not requiring them to do that. But nobody's considering that. We're not looking at a person and thinking about, hey, there's another person with a different set of experiences or just, hey, look at this fellow human in my local community. No, we're looking at them and assessing a threat level. He's not wearing a mask. I'm in danger. She didn't see a person. She saw danger. And so we're dehumanizing people with these masks. But that's maybe one of the goals that they have. It's hard to uh, assume that you know what the motive is, but that is definitely the side effect. And I think we're past the point where we, where we can claim ignorance about that. I think pretty much it's clear we can observe that is what is happening to us. And that's why I mentioned it before when I talked about the spirit of fear coming in and undoing everything else, especially the sound mind and the love. You know, perfect love is supposed to cast out fear, but we're so embraced in fear, we can't even consider what is it going to look like to love somebody in this age. And I'm really, honestly, totally disappointed with the church in this particular circumstance because I feel like we're capitulating a lot to the spirit of the age and we're not pushing back on these things. Now, to get to the point about why I'm calling it mandatory lie, is because there is so much that we can observe now. I referenced in the Mask of the Beast the specific studies that talked about it before, but we have things now that we can look at it this year because we started the year saying that you masks aren't going to be effective, and that was based on previous experience. But in spite of that, we still had people trying to use it specifically for COVID. And that might be something that people would question. Well, we, all of the previous studies were with different viruses, with different diseases, and maybe you don't feel comfortable making that generalization. And you think by being more specific, you're making a good argument. And I'm just going to be open and leave it to that. Maybe it was, but I think we're past the point where you can make the argument anymore. The examples that we have to look at today are help us to see a much bigger case, a much bigger scenario, and help to prove the opposite, really. That this specific situation isn't the exception. This specific situation fits the generalization perfectly. Now, here's my proof. Hawaii. If you look at Hawaii, one of the most secluded places on the planet who has been exercising a mask mandate of some kind for over three months now. And they're actually seeing probably the highest numbers that they have ever seen, specifically, uh, and maybe because of the mask, but whatever the point, I'll get to that in a second. The idea now, the mask is going to help them, obviously not true, provably, demonstrably false after clinging to the mask for months in one of the most secluded places in the world, now seeing their highest numbers ever. In addition to that, we've also got what's going on in Hong Kong. Hong Kong started doing the, the mask, and I think it was voluntarily, maybe it went to a mandate, but they've been using the mask, and they've been praised for using the mask. Pretty much every major media outlet that you can think of, CNN, Time, even the Wall Street Journal over the last few months, heralding and praising and almost worshiping Hong Kong. Look at what they've done. We need to do the same thing here. Well, actually now it looks like they are in such a serious danger they're concerned about it being the most serious that it has been so far. Concerned that possibly they're actually going to experience what we've been trying to avoid this whole time, the overrunning of the healthcare system. 
But how is that even possible if you've got the mask mandate and the mask is supposed to help you? If the mask works so well, then why is it so late in the game? After months, they're now worse off than they were before. Well, maybe it has to do with something that I saw lots of people talking about it now online, the fact that the mask is actually doing the opposite of what it was originally intended. The mask, rather than being a protection from the virus, is actually proving to become a vector for the virus. And this is something else I've been talking about. The idea that because it sits on your face, you're taking it on and off your face, you're putting your hands on your face, and the thing, unless you're throwing it out and getting a new one every single time, what you're actually doing is putting a dirty thing back on your face. That was handled. The mask itself is a fomite, another word that we just aren't talking about enough. And the mask actually becomes the most dangerous fomite in your life. And you're just putting it right back on your face, which we're also told is the entry point. So let me take this contaminated fomite and put it on my face over and over and over again, day after day after day. Maybe this is an explanation as to why after months of mask mandates, they're actually seeing the worst numbers that they have so far. Combine this with what we know, okay, places are actually doing studies because again, people wanted to know, what about the COVID specific application? All right, Netherlands has done one. Netherlands came out and said, you need about a quarter of a million people to wear the mask in order to protect one person from getting an infection. That's the rate, to a quarter of a million to one. That's your ratio. If a quarter of a million actually cooperate, then one person will be spared from infection. That's a ridiculous return on investment. Now, I honestly, I haven't read the details. I don't know if this is considering people aren't wearing the mask properly or if they're assuming everyone does wear the mask properly. But again, I referenced it in Mask of the, of the Beast, the fact that CDC pointed out in their previous study, the reason the CDC has up until this year said, no, we can't count on masks to protect us from uh, pandemic level infections is because only one to 7% of people, if you're wearing a good mask that actually stops things, between one and 7% of the individuals will actually wear it properly. So if that two quarter of a million is based on the assumption that they are wearing it properly, that makes it even worse. But maybe it's so high because we understand that humans aren't going to wear it properly. Again, we can't rely on the humans. Everybody's different. All the circumstances are different. And not everybody's a health or medical professional in a sterile environment wearing these things. It doesn't work in the public. It's all a lie. And now we've got another study that Denmark's getting ready to publish. And they've been working on it. I don't know. It's supposed to be some kind of sort of a control group situation. Whenever they publish it is whenever they they publish it, but what you can see is the fact that Denmark has not done any mass mandates of their own. So why is that? Okay, if we're, we're producing these new studies and we're deciding that we're not going to do it, Netherlands isn't doing it, Denmark isn't doing it, oh, and what about Sweden? It's like for years and years and years we're supposed to be like Sweden because everybody wants universal health care and 50% to 60% tax rates, I guess. But now Sweden's gone. It's disappeared. Is there even a Sweden on the global map anymore? Because they, were, have, they took a different strategy than pretty much any other place on the planet. And when they did that, all of your so-called quote-unquote experts were out there talking about how bad an idea it is. And then when the rates started going up, the infection rates, people tried to make, oh, well, look at that. That's actually proof. See, Sweden doesn't work until they had their peak, they came down, their infection rates are record low, and they've got a death rate of effectively zero. And now are we talking about it? Are we pointing at them? Are we saying what a failure they are? No, we're not even talking about them. What happened to Sweden? It's gone. It's another COVID miracle. Poof! A magic trick Sweden is history.
or even not in history because of course they're going to rewrite that as well. So all of these things help us to see now it is clear as day to anyone who is observant, if we want to use data, if we want to use empirical scientific and uh, the scientific method, uh, apparently all these things are off limits now. We're going all flat earth again and we're going to say uh, for the first time in history that we know better than what the science actually tells us. But I guess that's what you can expect from the same people who deny life in the womb and have predicted a, a dying earth several, several, several times and uh, of course can't understand, they can't even uh, differentiate what the genders are. So maybe that makes sense. And we're all just going to keep putting our faith in a so-called scientific expert and just do whatever he says without actually looking and trying to find out to know for ourselves what is the truth? What is the benefit? Does it actually help us? And this is why I said I wanted to talk to my believers, my fellow Christians out there. Are we participating in false witness? When you now if you've got a specific situation, elderly people at home or whatever, maybe that works for you. Or if you've got a specific situation where you can say, yeah, we'll go and do the compassionate thing. But I don't think that we're there anymore. Honestly, just trying to put it out there and give it to you and see what you think. If maybe this is more like the idols. If maybe we're actually participating in a false narrative, we're actually helping to make it, to keep it alive. Because that's really the whole purpose of all of this. The reason we even continue with all of it, they're trying to keep the panic alive. If you're following the numbers, the numbers don't justify it. We're no longer an epidemic level. We haven't been an epidemic level for a while. Pretty much all the places that they were saying when we were having our new spikes, the spikes in Florida and California and the other places that they were trying to draw attention to, Arizona and the likes, those places never reached the same levels as places like New York, and it never reached the spike that we had when we were trying to originally flatten the curve, before we were trying to slow the spread, before now we're trying to say, well, we just gotta make it till we get a vaccine. And of course, what the vaccine gets here, oh, you still have to wear masks, and apparently goggles too, thanks to Mr. Fauci as of uh, last week. So why is that whole point then? Why are we doing any of it? Because it goes back to what I mentioned a minute ago, the idea that we got to keep the panic alive. It's things that I referenced in the other videos. If people are trying to do what they can, they have an agenda, they have a power that they're trying to pursue, they have control measures that they want to use, and they're putting their thumb down on the people. And I'm more discouraged about the populace than I have been in a long time because there's not much pushback. Sure, I watch some other spokespersons or other voices on the consumer conservative side, I see other people talking about it. And of course, I'm obviously very passionate and I'm talking about it, but I'm not seeing a whole lot. I mean, there are a few videos that get posted on social media and they're fun and funny and I enjoy watching them just as much as everybody else. But why are they so rare? Why is everybody going along with it? And I, that's just, this is what I'm praying about right now, praying that I would understand that we could understand what do we need to do to reach people? What do we need to do to help people understand? What do we need to do to help people get past the fear and the panic that they're being sold? What do we need to do to help people get to a point now where they actually value the truth uh, more than fearing for their own self-preservation? Because there's a point, especially if you're a Christian believer, you know, you got to be ready looking for a day when actually that might be your the predicament that you're in. If you have to choose between your self-preservation and standing up for the truth, remember the capital T truth is a man. That is Jesus. He came and when he was specifically asked and said, 
for this reason I came, for this reason I was born. And it was to communicate the truth that people might know the truth. And that's what we're supposed to do as believers. We're supposed to love it. And I'm afraid right now in this day and age, currently under the circumstances that we're living in, that there's not enough people standing up and speaking out for the truth, identifying the lies and the consequences of those lies and pushing back on those, not because we want to be right. I want to clarify that one too. I mean, yes, it's a show called Right All Week and I like to joke about being right, but that's not the primary reason that we do this, okay? Because if you're in an argument and you value winning that argument more than you value the person that you're arguing with, you've already lost from a divine heavenly position, from a biblical position, you've lost, okay? So this isn't about just being right. This is about everyone else, okay? You wanna talk about what's compassionate for everybody? How about guiding them out of darkness and fear and into life and light and the truth? I think this is really the motive that we need to have in order to help people understand why we feel the way that we do, why we say the things that we do, and why we act the way that we do. And I wanna encourage everybody Pray and prepare yourselves and then reach out and try to help people specifically in this one. And be very, just take the time, do some consideration. Are we helping to perpetuate a lie and what consequence might there be for us if that's actually what is happening? All right, well, that's what I wanted to get to today. Again, I appreciate everyone who watches, everyone who listens, and everyone who finishes these. I love you all, and I hope that you'll come back for more. Remember, I did promote those uh, not mask mesh masks from Lila and Lace, and I encourage you to go look for those on Instagram and Etsy and uh, support someone. Because again, hey, anytime that we can bring people with like-minded together and help support each other, that's good for all of us. And I'm not getting paid to say this. So yeah, please go uh, give her some love and some money, and that would be great. Well, once again, thank you very much, and this is Right All Week, and I'm Dave, and this is where we talk about what's right, how it's right, and why it matters. <music> <laughs>